Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Bonding. I just want to start by thanking y'all for the grace and flexibility you've given. Um, I was unable to record a podcast a couple weeks ago just because it's really, um, there's a lot going on. (laughs) Um, I'm busier than I've ever been, um, but mostly doing, doing things I enjoy. So that's a good thing, but busy just the same. And so I just did not, um, prioritize my time in a way that allowed me to get to this, but I am working on building some really good systems and processes so that doesn't happen again. So I definitely appreciate your grace as I, you know, took some unexpected time away. But I am super excited to be back. It feels very good, very natural to be on this microphone and to talk and talking to you all. So again, I thank you for your grace. Um, all right. I want to try on something a little bit new today. Um, I know typically or, you know, for the last few episodes, I was starting the episode with the thing that I'm grateful for. And I think that's important. Um, gratitude is incredibly important, can shift your mood, can shift your perspective. And I think those things are super important. But I think something that feels a little bit more authentic to me is just coming on and expressing what I'm feeling, you know, what, how I'm sort of entering this space today. Um, And today I am entering it a little bit tired. (laughs) As I said, I've been doing a lot, most of the things I really enjoy. Um, But it is, it's been, it's been a lot. It's been a lot to juggle, a lot to manage. And I've been, as a result, feeling a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit frazzled. Um, And I will say historically, those feelings would make me kind of want to throw up my hands and, you know, just figure like, okay, something has to give, I got to quit something. But I'm not doing that. What I am doing is figuring out, and I think I talked about this a few weeks ago, but figuring out um, the things that are most important to me, what my values are, where my life is moving, um, and, and just being really smart about the things I'm saying yes to and being more firm about the things I'm saying no to, right? Because I think it's very easy, especially for those of us that are recovering people pleasers, to just always say yes, because you always want to be helpful and you always want to show up and you want to be seen as responsible and all that good stuff. And I'm learning more and more every day that like, hey, you know what? I'm going to say yes to myself by saying no to you. And so I'm just kind of, you know, looking at everything and identifying what are the things that I need to kind of scale back and what are the things that I get to ramp up. Um, And I will say this podcast is definitely on the list of things that I want to ramp up. I told y'all at the beginning of the year, there's like a lot of things that I want to do, you know, bringing on guests, trying out different formats, like all these things that, you know, I have um, that I want to pursue that I'm really excited about. And so, I just got to figure out, you know, sort of how I prioritize my my life um, and things that I need to get done so that I can get back to that. So, yeah, just wanted to share that I'm feeling all of the feels and I'm here. I'm happy to be here. There's no place I would rather be in this very moment than be in community with all of you. So let us segue into the topic, right? I want to spend a little bit of time talking about friend breakups today. 
And the reason for that, um, it's fairly obvious based by the t- based on the title. Um, and it's one of those things that I think most of us have experienced at least once in our lifetime, but I hear very few people talking about. And in my own in my own personal opinion, I think one of the hardest life, one of the hardest things in life rather is breaking up in general, right? But it is something really gut-punching about breaking up with a friend, you know? And in just doing a little bit of research for this podcast, you know, you like Google Google search, you know, breaking up with friends. And I maybe saw three or four articles. Most of it is about like coping with the breakup of a romantic relationship. And again, that is very hard, right? Like we all have been through those kind of breakups too. And those can be very devastating. But there's something about, you know, when it's your your homegirl, you know, especially one that you consider like a deep, close friend. And when that person is no longer in your life, I don't know. It sucks. Um, and like I said, when I was doing my research, I noticed that there's like a plethora of books on on the topic in general. Right. Like there's support group, Facebook group, all these articles and blog posts and social media posts about, you know, what to do when you break up with your boyfriend, with your your girlfriend or, you know, your partner. But I was like gobsmacked at how little there was on the topic of when a friendship sort of dissipates. Um, And to me, you go through so many emotions when that happens, right? Like, you know, you you do that in a long-term relationship too, yes. But to me, I mean, I guess it, it, it goes back to like the lack of support that I saw online when I was researching, right? You go through this really big change in your life, but there are almost no resources, no outlet, no place to turn when it happens. And I know for myself, right? Like I, I can honestly say I've had like probably two big friendship breakups in my life. And though, you know, the people I was confiding in about like my hurt, my pain, my discomfort, you know, over the desolation, desolation of that friendship. I hope I'm saying the right thing. Um, disillusion. Is that right? Oh my God. Somebody will correct me over the breakup of that friendship. Um, often I would, you know, like I said, talk to other friends, family members about it. And again, really good intentions, but I felt sort of dismissed, right? It's almost like, Oh, well you have more friends and nobody said those words exactly, but that was totally the sentiment. It was kind of like, yeah, you know, it sucks that that didn't work out with you anymore, but good thing you have all these other friends to go to, or, you know, and this happens when you break up with a, a boyfriend or girlfriend too, but you have all these people like, mm, I never liked them anyway. So glad they're out of your life. And, um, that's fine. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily address the hurt that is occurring in that moment. Right. And there's often, you know, nothing that can really fill that gap, right? You just have to feel with to to deal with the hurt. So even if I do have three, four other friends or whatever the case may be, it's like, it's not the same as that person, particularly if you had been friends with that person for a long time, right? Because that person has seen, seen you through different versions of yourself, right? If you've 
maybe you met in high school and they, you know, saw who you were as like this weird, awkward teenager and sort of evolve in to like a young professional. And then, you know, in your thirties and whatever that brings. And this person has been with you the whole time. And then just to completely cut that off is really fucking hard. And it just, it's weird to me that we don't talk about it as like the loss that it is. It's like, you have to grieve that person. And that's, super hard I know for me like I said I've gone through it twice and no that doesn't sound like a lot but man it was gut-wrenching heartbreaking just because you know it's it's the person you turn to for all the little things right and so when those little things happen it's like this empty space it's like this void it's like well who do I talk to about this who do I go to with this and you know there's all this blame that you're maybe placing on yourself or that other person it's just hard it's just such a process Um, And so I just want to encourage us all to allow ourselves to feel the feels when it comes to that, to journal, to take care of yourself as if it was the breakup. I was going to use the word again. I can't, I don't know if I'm saying it right and I don't want to be an idiot. Um, But, but just like when you're breaking up with a partner, what are the things that you do to take care of yourself in those moments? I would encourage us to do that when we're breaking up with a friend and maybe even, you know, double down on it just because girlfriends, you know, you've heard me say it a million times on this show. Like I think girlfriends are so important. And when someone that you fully trust and rely on and, you know, do so many things with just are not in your life anymore. It's really, really hard to cope with that. And don't do what I did, which is like, throw yourself into like all these networking events or black girl meetups or whatever, trying to replace that person. It's never going to work. Right. Because similarly, look, there are all these parallels between breaking up with a long-term partner and breaking up with your friend. Um, you meet all these people and you're like, Oh my God, this person's so cool. I can't wait to like hang out with them and do all these things. And then you realize like, Oh my God. Yeah. Not my people, not my person. Uh, and on the opposite, you know, you can't start to close yourself off because you just don't trust anybody anymore. Right. I've done both. Um, and I think my, my advice, my recommendation as with all things, particularly all things that are really hard and, um, really emotional and, you know, just make you feel away. It just really take time to be with yourself. Journal, take care of yourself. Give yourself time and space to feel the feels, cry, scream, throw things, you know, try not to throw them at people, but you know, do what you need to do to take care of yourself to get through because it's fucking hard. And I'm I'm just here to remind you that or or to to validate you, right? Like and that it is hard and it is okay. And the other thing I will note, because I'm sort of in this this space myself, is there are times that you start to really miss that person, right? And I think for me, what I was missing was what we shared, right? The past, like the fun times that we had together, just, you know, joking around, being silly, or even, you know, like the moments that I was able to really confide in that person about something that was deeply hurtful and deeply personal to me in the way that she showed up for me. And I will never forget that. Right. And I miss that. I miss that. And there are times that I'm like, Oh, that makes me miss her. Maybe I want to pick up the phone 
But then I quickly realized, maybe not so quickly, but I realized that, you know, what we had, you know, maybe 10 years ago is certainly not what I experienced more recently than that. And to go back would be a betrayal of myself, right? Because it was toxic for whatever reason. It was not a safe space for me anymore. And so I'm learning to like hold the memory and be able to look at the memory or, or, or think back on the memory and smile and, and experience those good feelings and just be a real grown up, a real mature person and recognize that what was will not be again. And I'm not sad about what exists today or, you know, I take that back. I can be sad about what exists today. I, I can hold space for that. But much more, I feel gratitude for what I was able to have at that point in my life. Um, and that's something that I will hold very dear, dear and forever be grateful for and, you know, be super duper appreciative that I've had that experience without needing to go back. So in essence, what I'm saying is that breaking up with a friend is just like breaking up with a boyfriend. The shit's hard, but you push through and you do make it to the other side and you find other things, you build other relationships, you strengthen community in other ways. But the way to do that is to be good to yourself, to take the time that you need and to not rush anything, you know? Just sometimes you gotta sit in the shit. It sucks, but you gotta sit in it in order to get to the other side. So, yeah, I just wanted that was on my heart. That was on my spirit. And I wanted to share that because I know so many people go through it and there are so few resources. Um, And I know this is just one thing. Um, This is just one resource. And I don't even know how good of a resource it is. It's just me talking about it. But if if for nothing else, I hope that if someone is going through that, they feel less alone as a result of this conversation, which is the whole purpose of the podcast. Right. So, yeah, just wanted to share that. Okay, I also wanted to quickly talk a little bit about the bonding shit, right? I'm late. This is not hot off the press, fresh off the press at all. I just started watching um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills again. Y'all know this, right? Like I watch every franchise with the exception of Miami and Dallas. I never got into those, but the other ones I watch. And Beverly Hills used to be a fave of mine, but for whatever reason, when this season launched, I just wasn't that into it for, for whatever reason. I, I don't even have a reason. I just wasn't into it, but I recently started picking it up and oh my God, I think I'm probably only like on episode three or four now, but what I will say is that these women are such a hot mess. I mean, it's a train wreck, right? Cause I, I'm going to watch, but they are still such a hot mess. And I just want to say this, Garcelle is the MVP because the stuff that she is able to endure as the only black woman on that all white cast is insane to me. The way that she is gaslit, the way her feelings are diminished, the way that she is consistently dismissed makes me so fucking angry. She handles it. I think with a good balance of grace and like self advocacy but my God, the work that that woman does when she got on that show, this is the most recent episode. No, maybe it was a couple episodes ago. might've been episode two when she got on there and she was talking about how she doesn't necessarily trust these women around her family because of the way that she, or, or the way that they were like making fun of her son. And at some point, you know, speaking to her son inappropriately and all this stuff. And the way that Dorit completely centered herself 
in that conversation and was like, oh my God, it hurts my feelings that you don't trust me around your kids. As a mother, you know, that's so hurtful to say when it's like, bitch, she won't even talk about you. This is not about you. This is her and her feelings. But in typical white woman fashion, she had to make the shit about her. Ugh, livid, pissed. When I tell you, it was so hard to watch. Anyway, for those of you that have already seen the whole season, please don't say, don't, I don't want any spoilers. I like to see it as all of it's as if it's rolling out right now. I know I'm late. I know I'm late. I think they're on like, you know, reunion part two or something right now. But for those of you that may not have watched yet, please, please hit me up and tell me what you think. I want to talk about it. Hit me at blackgirlsbonding at gmail.com because I really need to talk about that shit. Um, I think that's all I got for us today. Happy to be back. Promise not to be away too long again. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Again, please rate me wherever you get your podcast. I want to hear what y'all are thinking. If you have any questions, any ideas around topics, who you want me to bring on the show, please send me an email at blackgirlsbonding at gmail.com. And I will see y'all in two weeks. Talk soon. Bye.